Hello, beloved. Shan here at Practice Indie, and this is going to be um, a summary of what's coming. We are adapting and changing with the constantly changing landscape of uh, the world with the COVID pandemic. Um, and also a, a note that we'll be pausing our podcast recording for a couple of weeks, uh, just to make sure we're offering content that's useful and helpful and bringing on speakers that um, are, you know, resonating with our themes. We had such a good streak with Max, with Danny, with Everly, with Rachel, and um, I've got a couple more set up, but I, I think I'm going to pause for a minute just so I can really focus on quality over quantity. So uh, this is kind of our last podcast for maybe a month or longer. Um, so thank you for joining. We are, uh, we just got the news from the mayor that we are moving back to, I think, level three of the pandemic plan here in Indianapolis. And so what that means is that uh, gyms need to move back to a 25% capacity. We have already been operating at that um, the entire time that we've been reopened in person. So we're going to continue with that. And I like to share what's on the horizon for us with the new schedule and uh, just some things we're really excited about and passionate about right now. And also, you know, kind of the challenges that we've been going through, um, as everyone is, you know, everyone has unique challenges right now and we aren't exempt. So, um, first off, we're almost to August and summer tends to be a fairly slow month for us in the Midwest as yoga studios. I know I've spoken to several yoga studio owners across the Midwest that that is true for because people like to get outside uh, we've definitely seen more engagement this year because people aren't able to go as many places, which, you know, is kind of bittersweet, but we've certainly seen um, the natural like decline of attendance. And so August, we're really inviting everybody to come back to their mats, come back to themselves. I can speak personally that I uh, feel like a wreck most days. And it's almost always true that people will say, you know, I didn't want to make it to my mat and it was the best choice to drag myself there. So if you're feeling the weight and the anxiety of this time period, I completely understand how stressful and hard it is to get to your mat. I'm struggling myself, but nine times out of 10, you're going to be so grateful you did. So we're using this time, even though it is back to school and that is a whole nother conundrum um, for teachers and students right now, we are inviting you as yoga students to come back to school. And how school is going to come back in session for us is a variety of ways, just like our incredible uh, leaders in our schools are navigating e-learning and coming in person, we too are trying to strike the balance so that we can serve as many of our members and non-members as possible. So our new schedule is going to start August 1st. And um, a couple of things to note. The first is that we're going to have three different ways that you can engage with classes. So the first are going to be virtual classes. These classes are 100% online. You can take them from anywhere in the world. And several of them, not all, but several of them will be recorded. So then we can put them on YouTube for you to view again. Or uh, if you, know, you can't afford yoga right now and need a free class, they're there. We have been uploading them to Facebook for our members only. However, the um, algorithm is messed up and we've been unable to put new videos up. So members, we uh, encourage you to go over to YouTube if you want to watch new videos until we can figure that out. Uh, so virtual classes, 100% virtual, take them from home. 
yada, yada. Uh, the second way is through hybrid classes. So we already have only 10 spaces mapped out both on our platforms, which has a lot of airflow, um, fans and we can keep the doors open, or downstairs in our Clarity Cave, which has a high vaulted ceiling. We keep the door open in there and air circulating as well. Um, so either one, you can come in class. And again, there are only 10 spots available to come in person, or you can join online. So how the online way of that is gonna work is we're gonna position the camera. Actually, all those classes, I should say this, all those classes are now gonna be happening in the Clarity Cave, the downstairs studio, because we're gonna position the camera in a place where you, if you're staying at home and watching, you can see some of the practitioners and students in the room and it will help you have a more um, studio feel, but it will also help you see more bodies than just the instructor. Because I know sometimes for me on Zoom, I'm just watching the teacher and it's helpful to see how other bodies move, um, how adjustments and instructions, verbal cues at the, um, instructor gives, it's helpful to see that on other bodies and it makes you feel more a part of the group. So we're gonna position the camera so that you can feel more a part of the group. We will not be recording those classes to respect those in class. You know, your butt's gonna be probably in the camera for some of that and uh, we understand that probably wouldn't be your preference on the internet. So we will not be recording the hybrid classes. And then the third option are outdoor classes. These are going to happen in this space in between 916, our Swift building, and our building, the 914 Practice Indie building. So we're gonna be um, power washing that space out, sweeping it out, and then putting uh, markers where six foot distance mats can go, and also roping off so people won't be driving through or walking through. What's really nice is that space is kind of barricaded from wind. Um, it's ours, so we can you know, use it as we need to. You can use the bathrooms because the door will be kept open. Uh, and if there's inclement weather, we will just simply move that inside to the platforms. Now in the outdoor classes, we will not be requiring masks like we do indoors. However, we highly recommend it. Uh, it there's just too much science to ignore that wearing a mask makes a difference. I've had people ask me, you know, is it hard to practice yoga in a mask? And I think it is, I think if you have an underlying condition or breathing issues, it absolutely likely is. And I would recommend sticking to virtual for now um, or coming to outdoor and not wearing a mask. But I have found that a lot of it is just my own mental hurdle. And once I got over that, I really don't even notice it anymore. And I practice in person all the time with it on. So we invite you to come to the outdoor classes. We do suggest that you wear masks, um, but because you'll be spaced six feet apart and outdoors, the CDC says that you know masks are, are still very effective and useful, um, but you can maybe be a little bit more lenient there. So the, the teacher will always be wearing a mask, whether they're teaching outdoors or they're teaching inside. Um, we are requiring our staff all of Naptown to wear a mask when they are facilitating classes and experiences for members. So um, that's gonna be happening. We will be taking temperatures of all our students when you come into an in-person experience, whether outdoor or the hybrid classes, uh, just to do an extra measure of safety. Um, some exciting stuff that we're adding. One, we're gonna be adding props back in, which I don't know about you, but I have missed props so much. Uh, we are going to be adding non-porous props, so things that we can clean easily 
and um, are, don't absorb things very easily. So uh, our cork blocks are pretty um, non-porous, and then metal chairs, which uh, if you haven't practiced with metal chairs, they're the best. So we're gonna be adding those back in. We will set those up so that the instructor can choose if they're going to use them in their class. Once those are used, we'll put them in a separate room, we will disinfect them, and then we'll have a rotation of, a, of other props for the next class coming in. So the props that were used will always have 24 hours and have been disinfected before being used by another class. You're always welcome to not use those at all. Um, we also recommend bringing your own props. So we have an affiliate link with Half Moon if you'd like to purchase props. I know we just did a pre-order. We can always do more pre-orders. Um, we have some gently used props in our retail section that you can inquire about purchasing. But things that you would want to bring to class that we won't be supplying are bolsters, blankets, straps, um, or, you know, on, on virtual classes, highly recommend having those things and blocks. Uh, you know, I think it's totally possible to teach and practice all classes without props, but props just make things more accessible, more fun, uh, more interesting. So we're, we're big fans of props here at Practice Indy. So we'll be adding some back in and suggest that you kind of like getting a supply list for school, bring those things with you as well so you can enhance your own experience. Um, the other part about accessibility, actually two parts. So we're also adding a class at 9.15 on Thursdays. It's gonna be all virtual, an adaptive yoga class. And uh, you know, the name, I'm still considering changing the name, but for now it's gonna be adaptive. And it's intended for anyone who is immobile, waist down, who has maybe balance challenges, or who just wants to switch up their practice. I think when we see chair yoga or adaptive yoga, we instantly think easy, and I will be uh, leading this class to begin, and I'll be passing it off to another teacher. I, uh, I do not think it's going to be an easy class by any means, but it will be available to all levels, beginners as well. And then the class will be structured that we'll learn, um, things in segments that then, you know, if you are more beginner or, you know, need more time to figure something out, you can keep repeating the first offering or we'll continue to increase the challenge as we go through the class. Uh, that will include, you know, standing up. So if you're someone who is in a wheelchair, you might stick with uh, certain aspects of the flow and challenge other aspects of the flow, but just not add the standing portion and other people will be able to. So it's going to be highly adaptive for everyone in class um, and uh, going to be a really fun challenge for myself as an instructor and for anyone who decides to take it. So if you're someone who does vinyasa and you think, oh, that's not for me, I definitely encourage you to check it out. It's, um, I think, not what, what might come to mind when you think chair or adaptive yoga. Uh, one of our teacher trainees, shout out to Olivia Roebuck, she taught an awesome chair class as her final for 200 hour last week. And it was, it was challenging, it was interesting, it was fun, and anyone could have joined in. It was really awesome. Uh, so that is coming. Also accessibility. Um, we are offering a discount code from now until December. The code is deserving, the word deserving. Uh, that's for anybody who has been financially impacted by COVID-19. And you know, just in general, if yoga has been a, a hurdle for you financially or physically, we are, we are really looking at and trying to continually do our work as 
white people, you know, I'm a white studio owner. Uh, the majority of our teachers are white. So we want to keep, and probably most of us from a middle-class economic background. Uh, so we're continually looking at where our privilege has afforded us privileges that others have not or don't have access to. So the adaptive class is one way that we're trying to vary it for individuals. Um, not always looking at yoga from an able-bodied perspective. Um, and then financially, you know, financially, yoga is often not accessible, or if it is, it tends to be, um, it tends to be like relegated, I don't know if that's the right word, relegated to uh, odd hours or donation yoga. So we actually started with our donation yoga class, and I've been super proud of that over the years. And up until now, it served so many different functions. It's always been a no questions asked, just show up, pay what you can, or don't pay anything. Um, and it also served as our teacher trainees opportunity to teach a public class. Over the years, we've seen the attendance go down. Our members don't feel like they should come because it's donation. Um, we haven't been able to use it for the teacher training function because of COVID. And so we're thinking after August, we might phase it out for the first time in six years. And so this deserving code is an opportunity where there's not just one class that you are in a financially difficult time. There's not just one class that you can show up for. Um, you know, when I brought this code idea to a couple of friends and coworkers, the instant reaction and mine as well to my own thought was, fear. Like, well, we're not a Fortune 500 multi-million dollar company. We're a very small company. Um, you know, cash flow right now for just about anyone is limited. And so the fear was, you know, will this, will this make any, everybody who's a member stop paying and just use the code because it's unlimited. You can use it for any classes uh, that aren't membership specific. So yoga nerd out sessions and our full moon flows, things like that are free members only. Uh, but really it's open for any other class on our schedule and a yoga class on our schedule. And so the natural fear was like, can we sustain this? You know, cause if all our members decide, well, oh, you're giving away free yoga. Um, I'm just going to quit my membership and just use that. You know, we literally couldn't stay open. Uh, it also, you know, brings up the uncertain question of devaluing yoga. You know, I, have been studying yoga for a long time now and teaching not as long as I've been studying it, but teaching a while. And many of our teachers are well beyond my education in their own field and in yoga. And so you know, anytime we put a $0 value on yoga, we diminish our value as teachers. That being said, this time is unprecedented. I know that we are all struggling in different ways, but economics is one that uh, one in four, probably more Americans are being impacted. And so yoga's always been financially out of reach for anyone who's not middle class, and it's certainly out of reach now. And so this is us just continually looking at our privilege, continually looking at where can we support others and just having a moment of solace, you know, a, a moment of peace. And 
we are confident that our members will continue to feel the value of their memberships. We are confident that we can continue to serve those who can financially contribute to this business. And we are confident that if this is an offering that's helpful, it will be helpful and that people won't take advantage of it. Um, and so, you know, those fears that were shared with me, I also held and we are making the choice that you know when people can show up for us they will and if this is helpful right now as an offering then it it will serve uh, we had talked about doing it based off of income but again i feel like a lot of donation classes are offered at odd times or those are the only ones you can go to or if we go by income you know you've got to submit something you've got to admit um, an uncomfortable truth about your finances, maybe in that moment, or maybe that's something you've always, it's a history in your life or in your family. Um, so we just wanted to remove as many barriers to entry as possible. One of the most beautiful things about this, since we've offered it, is I've received several emails and messages from members saying, how can I help contribute to, to anyone who wants to take y'all up on that and also y'all not take the financial burden of that. So a uh, huge shout out to those who have reached out. That has been very touching and you know, kind of proves my uh, suspicion that people actually really show up when others are in need. Uh, you know, yoga is by no means like medical care or will substitute for um, other types of care, but it's, uh, it is a moment of self-reflection. It is a deep exhale when everything feels like a constrained inhale. And um, so we hope those of you that that is applicable to, you'll take us up on it. And we hope our members know that it is not in any way us trying to devalue you as members, but as a way to level the playing field of yoga. So uh, I think I got through, yeah, virtual hybrid outdoor, um, new class adaptive yoga, and we're also adding a moon salutation on Thursdays with Becca. So if you've never done a moon salutation, so there's sun salutations and there are moon salutations. Moon salutations tend to be a little bit more circular and like hip focused. Um, so it's gonna be a great way to end your day, 7.30 p.m. I think on Wednesday or Thursday. Check, just check, go to the schedule. Don't, you know. Don't take my gospel for it right now. Um, so that's gonna be really fun. We're adding a slow flow class Tuesdays at 9.15. I'm gonna be honest, I've been really resistant to slow flow as always because something can be slow but be really forking hard and something can be slow and be really forking boring. And uh, so I've tasked Lily with that class and I know she's gonna do an incredible job and I'm just releasing my own cuckoo banana stress uh, holding complex on, on what that looks like and just let y'all, you know, decide if the class is for you or not. But slow flow will tend to, you know, move slower. And I, what I wouldn't do is read into like, is it going to be harder or easier? I would show up being ready to move in a slower, more mindful fashion, uh, but still in that flow state. We have also, um, we are also going to be adding props back. I think I mentioned this a little bit, but the other prop that we're going to be adding back is aerial silks, our aerial silks. So on, um, I guess I could just like look, you know what I mean? On, on Wednesdays at noon, we're bringing back our first aerial class since 
the COVID era. And so this will be restricted to three people so we can maintain social distancing to the max uh, while you're swinging. And we can also launder the silks each week without you know, ruining our um, equipment and also keeping everybody safe. So we are gonna add that back. You must pre-register just like all the other classes, three person max, uh, but Ariel is back on the schedule and it's a noon class. So you can make it. Um, yeah, other than that, you know, it's just been a wild time. We are not, we are not special in that. Everybody is going through trauma and grief and challenge and new beginnings. And so we are taking this time, I am taking this time to really look at what the future of Practice Indie looks like. And, you know, some, some things that we're pretty obsessed with around here and dedicated to are reminding you that you are enough, uh, practicing yoga from a modern lens. So integrating all the component parts of yoga from the physical asana to breath work, to meditation, to the philosophy. So I hope if, you know, August, if the schedule goes really well, uh, we can start to add more things that are meditation only, breath only, more book clubs. We will be doing a book club in September on my grandmother's hands with Christina. That's going to be part physical movement and part discussion on the book. I'm super excited about that. Uh, that will be all virtual, so you can join from anywhere in the world. And yeah, we're just trying to look to the future of how we can continue to serve as a yoga studio, also as members of Naptown. So those of you that are Naptown fitness members and frequent our fitness classes, our Swift classes, uh, we want to keep looking at how can we offer things that maybe the deep philosophical components aren't interesting to you, but the mobility and the physical movement and breath are. Uh, so we're going to be keep building on that. I'm, I'm trying not to fall into the scarcity of this moment. <laughs> uh, yoga studios across the country are closing left and right. Um, you know, we are having to strike the balance of being a smart, good business and also offering a, an authentic and a genuine product um, and service that we can stand behind. And so I'm taking this time that the universe is asking us to slow down, to really look at what is the next phase for us. Um, and honestly, I'm super excited about it. I know that it may be a long time before many of those plans can come into fruition, um, come to fruition, but I am confident that these small steps of you know, adding yoga nerd out sessions back in, which by the way, we're adding back in August, probably not the first direct week, but second week of August. Um, you know, things like that, where we're gonna be focusing on sleep habits, on more Ayurveda, on uh, meditation, you know, stuff that's, that can translate beyond the mat, but also transport you on the mat, um, are, you know, what we're super interested in. Mobility classes, like I mentioned, for our Naptown fitness folks. So, you know, my brain is, going everywhere. Brittany's brain is going everywhere um, <laughs> to try to imagine what's next. And then as we live through this kind of tumultuous, nebulous time, take the baby steps to get there, backslide a little, take the baby steps to get there, backslide a little. So, and that's where we're at. Um, yeah, it's, it's been crazy, but um, we have weathered the storm. We will continue to weather the storm. 
I want to give a quick shout out to our 200 hour trainees and Nicole and Pervy. They led a, an unprecedented program through just the craziest times. And uh, the teachers are absolutely brilliant. They are graduating tomorrow, Sunday, July 26th. And I am just blown away by their ability. Uh, our 300 hour trainees have been so impressive as they manage this using their yoga to manage this time, both emotionally for themselves and for their communities. Uh, our yoga summer school class has been an absolute blast. I can't wait to bring that back. Next year, uh, we had Derek Cook join us last, uh, yeah, last week to do a workshop on anatomy, and we're going to be transitioning into um, talking about Shakti and the Divine Feminine in August. So that has been such a fun program. Next week, we have Yoga University coming back. We do that every year. It's a great program to deepen your studies of yoga. If you're either interested in a teacher training or you don't want to do a teacher training, but you want to go deeper, um, it's great for the meeting point of those two things. And yeah, shout out to our teachers. Brittany Kinchis has just been doing an incredible job managing the studio, keeping everything um, in place and moving fluidly and beautifully. Our teachers have been showing up to weekly, daily changes and doing it without batting an eye and being so thoughtful um, and so engaging. And to our students, to our members, y'all continue to show up and reach out and check in and, and most importantly to us, show up on your mats. We've had people complete their 108 challenge during this time, which is just amazing. Um, so yeah, just thank you all. Thank you for every piece of our community that has kept us going. I think last is just our Naptown fitness community at large, you know, from the coaches to maybe people who just frequent, frequent us every once in a while, uh, to my husband and Jared, they're not the same person, but sometimes it feels like that, um, to Peter and Jared for keeping this going. Um, Anna, Kimberly, um, Johnny, Richie, Eric. I mean, there's so many impressive people working here, working to keep keep people sane if this is your happy place or your sane place. Um, and I am just beyond grateful for, for everyone showing up. Uh, I guess the last thing I'll say is that this morning in Spirit Journey, uh, this week we're focusing on Bada or um, binds, what binds us. And what was so awesome about this crew is that every, we, we open with a discussion about what do we feel bound by and what does liberation or freedom look like. And almost everyone in class said that while this time has been so limiting and binding, it has revealed deeper freedoms. And so, for us, we've really seen that in how our members and our team have shown up together to keep this place going, to keep showing up to our mats, to our fitness, you know, routine, to our nutrition, um, you know, all the ways that we engage in this community, we have all really shown up. And I think it's shown how much stronger we really are mentally, spiritually, and physically. So uh, we hope to see you this August for our new schedule. 
Thank you for being. You are enough. If you get nothing else from this message, you are enough. Uh, I'll see you when our podcast picks back up or I'll speak to you when our podcast picks back up. In the meantime, we're always open to feedback or comments or suggestions for a conversation. So don't be afraid to reach out info at practiceindy.com for any of that. And thank you for being.